and welcome to the Reorg Europe podcast, your weekly roundup of the most interesting trends and developments in performing credit, stressed and distressed, restructuring and post-reorg in the European and CMEA markets. It's Tuesday, October 10th and I'm Andrew Ross. Coming up this week, we will be discussing German commercial real estate company Demir after bondholders to the group hired advisors ahead of 2024 debt maturities. Then we will run through the key highlights from the primary market this past week. But first, we're going to delve into Dutch bicycle group Axel, which has run into problems with its inventories. I'm now joined by Reorg editor Robert Schack to discuss Dutch bike group Axel. Hi Rob. Axel seems to have run into some problems with its inventories, which have reached 1 billion euro. That seems pretty outsized for a company generating around 1.5 billion of revenues. Can you tell us what's happening? Hi, Andrew. Sure, it's a very interesting situation. The group's 700 million term loan backing its buyout by KKR only came to market late last year. The sponsor had marketed the deal as a long-term growth story driven by rising demand for e-bikes. The increase in cycling was partly driven by the pandemic, which had resulted in a surge of demand for bikes, which producers were unable to meet due to supply chain issues at the time. But that resulted in over-ordering, and just as producers finally caught up with orders, demand fell, which meant distributors across the market ended up with rising stocks they couldn't shift. That has triggered a wave of discounting across the sector to try clear the glut, which has also impacted Axel, causing its own inventories to swell. Okay, that must be tying up a lot of liquidity and working capital. How has uh, Axel managed to fund it? Yes, that's right. It meant that the group has maxed out its 180 million RCF and burned through most of its cash on balance sheet. KKR had to step in with a 70 million shareholder loan to plug the gap. It is committed to provide an additional 30 million if needed, which seems likely given that Axel had ended the first half with just 10 million of cash. In theory, the group should benefit from a working capital release as it clears its excess inventory. However, a lot of its stock consists of older models, which means it will still need to continue buying new stock. And the industry-wide efforts to unwind excess stock through aggressive discounting also means that demand will likely continue to be impacted for the next couple of years, given that bikes typically have long replacement cycles. Wow, sounds like a great time to buy a bike if uh, you don't already own one, but not a great time to be a bike producer. Yes, it will take some time for Axel to recover. But on the plus side, KKR has been supportive, both in terms of liquidity and by bringing in one of its top people to try turn around the company. And the group still has plenty of runway in terms of maturities, given that it only came to market late last year. Axel also still has a decent order book, with no cancellations so far, while it has also been gaining market share, which mitigates some of the concerns. We would like to hear your feedback to help us improve the podcast experience. So please take a moment to complete the short survey in the link attached to this podcast and let us know how we're doing. I'm now joined by Reorg reporter Farouk Balak. Hi Farouk, thanks for joining us. Last week you wrote about the German commercial real estate company, Demir. Can you update us about what's going on there? Hello Andrew, sure. Demira needs to address its 2024 debt maturities and both the company as well as bondholders have hired advisors to deal with that. Uh, the bondholder group has uh, hired Angler Moeller as legal advisor and Holihan Loki as financial advisor. The company is being advised by German law firm Noor, their long-standing advisor. Rothschild is also working with the company. Okay, what is the size of the debt and where is the trading? Well, the group's major maturity is a 1.875% unsecured note due in October 2024, 
with about 500 million euros outstanding and it is quoted in the high 60s uh, the company also needs to refinance 300 million of bank debt of which 170 million is falling due next year and how does the company plan to address these maturities yes the company has taken a few measures in the run-up to its debt refinancing for example it has bought back about 100 million of its 2024 bonds as part of its liquidity management program in april demira said it planned to raise secure debt against unencumbered assets and make asset disposals to refinance the debt. Okay, so what's the issue then? And why are the bonds trading at distressed levels? Well, a straight refinancing is highly unlikely because of concerns around the group's asset disposal plan in what remains a very challenging environment for the German real estate sector. For example, the planned asset disposal of the group's Loge Park property fell through in July. Uh, Loge Park is the group's trophy asset and its sale was a key component of its liquidity strategy that could fetch uh, the group about 121 million euros. So the broader market view is that the company may struggle to refinance the debt on a standalone basis and will likely opt for an amend and extend deal. And even in that case, sponsor Apollo will have to offer some incentives to the bondholders. I'm now joined by Reorg's Leverage Finance reporter, Beatrice Mervolian. Hi, Beatrice. Can you tell me what's going on in the primary market? Hi, Andrew. This week, the primary market has changed dramatically. Last week, it was very busy. and Investors had started to say think that things might calm down as we moved into October because many of them had already put enough money to work uh, to basically wrap up the year. But then the geopolitical situation with what's going on in Israel spooked markets and, and activity stopped a little bit earlier than expected. Uh, Encore Capital um, priced a 100 million euro FRN tap to repay RCF borrowings. Swedish um, flight platform eTravely is marketing a 465 million euro term loan B for a dividend recap and refinancing. French transportation equipment producer Delashow is marketing a 770 million euro term loan B to amend and extend its existing um, term loan B facility and to refinance its dollar term loan B. Although the um, geopolitical situation shows no signs of being resolved in the short term, activity may resume in the primary market before the end of the year because there are still some maturities over coming years that need to be addressed. And the macroeconomic uh, conditions next year are expected to be more challenging than, than they are now. Um, CLO issuance was also very strong in September, and this will drive demand for low loan issuance. CLOs um, this year are on track to be um, close to last year's levels of issuance, around 22 to 25 billion euros, down from about 26 billion euros in 2022, a level that was 30% lower than the year before. Among deals expected to come to the primary market over coming weeks is SINLAB, with a private equity firm Sinven lining up 15 banks to provide fa- financing for um, its take private of this uh, of the German medical diagnostics provider. Um, financing is also expected to be, be raised for the take private of software group um, SUSC by EQT at some point, as well as for the refinancings of Tendum, AMS Osram, uh, Dufree and, and others. Reorg will be hosting a private credit breakfast event this Thursday, October 12th at the Biltmore in London. For more information on the event, contact marketing at reorg.com or visit reorg.com forward slash events. 
More information on all the situations and events discussed in this podcast are available on our website, reorg.com. We hope you can join us next Tuesday for another Reorg Europe podcast. Until then, have a great week and thank you very much for listening. Thank you.